the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Dr. Joseph A. Mills, Jr. of Agape MC Ministries of Military Virginia. Thank you for tuning in to our Reigning in Life Through Faith radio broadcast. I pray that today's message will truly be a blessing to you. And on the rock, a kingdom of love, together we walk by faith, with power and grace, forever your word will reign, we are reigning in life Welcome reigning in life through faith family to another exciting broadcast. I am Dr. Renee Mills. And I am Pastor Jerome Mills. You know, we here at Agape Embassy Ministries were so blessed to have Dr. Mills as our shepherd, and he has truly been missed. But the strong foundation through the Word of God he has laid here at the embassy and in the lives of those of you who tune into the broadcast is evident. So listen, you guys. We know where he is and we rejoice. And we also continue to be obedient to the plan and the purpose that God has for Agape. We just wanted to stop and say thank you for your continued support of this awesome radio broadcast. I am so godly proud of my son who has accepted the mantle and God is truly using him. Thanks, Mom. So if you're ever in the Alexandria, Virginia area, come and stop by the embassy for one of our weekly services. We just wanted to say we love you and we hope to see you soon. Now sit back and enjoy this powerful series from Dr. Mills entitled, Commit Your Way to the Lord. So verse 6 in the fourth chapter of of, uh, Philippians says, Be anxious for nothing. In the times that we're in, it's very easy for us to be anxious. Anxious, another word for anxious would be worry. Uh, People get over into anxiety because of being anxious, worrying about stuff. Worry, the things that we worry about or anxious about also distracts us. The devil loves to keep your mind on something of this world so that you're distracted by those things instead of being beneficial to God and the kingdom. Are you with me? So verse six says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything, but what in by what? In everything. And see, if we're distracted, uh, we, it's, it's hard for us to get over into the everything. We might get into some things. And the some things that we get into in most cases is only things that pertain to us personally. Kingdom business, where we understand that in, that in this earth, who we are supposed to be and what we are supposed to do. Because we don't recognize the things because we're too concern about our own things as opposed to the things that that 
are going on in this world that can hurt all of us. Are you with me? Okay. So he says now, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Let your request be made known to God. Are you with me? Um, the Amplified reads a little different than that. And that's, we might want to look at that. Uh, the Amplified of uh, Philippians 4, 6. And uh, the Amplified says this, do not, do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance, in every what? In every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition, definite requests, not haphazardly, but definite requests. You, 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 if you're, you know, like in this state and they got bills that are coming up, certain bills that are coming up and they, and they're numbered HR, whatever y'all understand what I'm saying or whatever the number might be. Definite request would be father in Jesus name, HR 69. I bind now in Jesus name. You understand? Definite requests. Can y'all understand what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got to make some definite requests. We learn how to do this. See, it's, it's, uh, you should have learned how to do it in your own personal life. And then if you learn how to do it in your own personal life, then you can take it to a, a, a larger platform. See, a lot of us haven't, haven't learned how to do it specifically in our own personal life. That's when we don't, that's, we don't, we're not even paying attention to what's happening in the world. And you don't even realize how a lot of these things even affect your personal life. We just look at the politics that the one politician that everybody want to keep before you. And that's the adversary keeping that politician before you. And you're not seeing what the other ones are doing. Cause he's got you distracted. Are y'all with me? Okay. So he says now definitely request with Thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. Okay. Now, I want you to turn with me to Luke, the 10th chapter, Luke chapter 10. We've talked about uh, being committed to God. And um, we also, we were looking at last week and we realized that um, wh when you say you're going to be committed to God, uh, you're going to be uncomfortable about some things. Some things going to come up that's going to really create some discomfort. Y'all understand what I'm saying? When you say you're going all the way with God, oh, buddy, you're talking about the war is on then. Really, for real. See, as long as the devil had you, what, what no war? What no war? What no war? You understand? When you hadn't made up your mind that you're going all the way with God. You had no war. Didn't need none. Because he already had you. You already doing whatever he wants you to do. But now you're going to do with God, meaning that you're going to come against what he wants you to do. Anytime you talk about being committed to God, now we're talking, there's a whole different ball game now. Oh, we had, you're going to really know that you're in a battle. Uh, are you with me? Yeah. And the devil will attack you, attack your kids, attack anything that is attached to you. If you don't know enough about the word of God, you see, you'll succumb to it. To his attack. Come on, y'all. 
Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to really pay attention to what to what's being taught to you and what's being said so that you know exactly how to how to deal with situations, not get scared, not fall over into fear. False evidence of pig real. Are you with me? Can you understand what I'm saying? Got to know how to, how to deal with this. Don't get all emotional. Maybe for a, for a second. You know, yeah, because, you know, e- initially, you understand, uh, when something catches you unaware, you, you, it, it's going to hit you with your emotions just a little bit. You understand what I'm saying? But you got to get yourself together. Your foundation is good. You ain't got no problem. You don't have a foundation there. Oh, you're going to have a problem. Now you're going to have to call somebody. Somebody who's a little bit more stronger than you are, a little more stable than you are. We need to pray about something. You need to be able to to, uh, control yourself enough to tell them what they need to pray about. (laughs) Yeah. Because as soon as you hear something, you say, and and this is what happens. As soon as you hear something that is strange, the devil is going to use that or try to use that to confuse you. Are you with me? Okay. So now let's look at the 10th chapter of is that what I said y'all, told y'all to go? What did I tell y'all? Luke 10. Let's look at verse 38. So let's, let's look at this. Let's look at this. One. I'm going to read this. I want to read this in several different uh, translations so that we can really get an understanding of this. Are y'all with me? Okay. Glory to God. I'm a child of the Most High God. I'm his son. Yeah, glory to God. Okay, now, <clears throat> in, the, in, our, in, the, in our, the New King James Version, it says this. I'm going to read this whole thing right here. And he says now, now it happened as they went that he, that meaning Jesus, entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. Where was Mary? Doing what? Hearing his word. But Martha was what? Was what? Distracted. But Martha was distracted with much serving. You couldn't think that you'd be be distracted if you were just serving. I find that the people who serve a lot of times are the most distracted people. I want y'all to think about that, you see. You know, um, Just, I talk about myself because see if I talk about y'all then y'all might get mad but I, I, I'm not going to get mad if I talk about me. And before, I, before the Lord had me to start uh, this, this ministry, this work I was at a, I was at a, at a church and uh, then I touched my mic is that what I did? I was at a church and, um, and I was I was, I was, in, I was in, uh, an usher one um, like my aides, my aides, uh, they, they, they top those ushers. 
But I was an usher. I was a good usher. There was something that I understood about ushering, I think, that a lot of people don't understand about ushering, or maybe even aiding. You can do your job and still not be distracted. When I, um, when I, was, when I was ushering, I had, I had this, this section over here. This is my section. This, all right in here would be my section. All this would be my section. I knew everybody who sat in my section. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I, I watched them when they came in. I knew if they were married, who sat by who. I knew if I had an opening, I knew how many openings I had on any row. So if, they, if, if the hand went up and say, I got two, and I'd tell them I got two. And if I saw you come in by yourself and you know, you, you, you sit down and, and you had some seats between you. I knew I could push you over because I knew what was on my row. I knew what was in the row. That, that was just, I had that, you understand? But my concentration still wasn't totally there to where it distracted me from hearing the word of God. You have to learn how to serve and not be distracted. To understand what I'm saying? Some people, all, all they're thinking about is what they're going to do. You know, like, you know, like um, maybe my bookstore people. Instead of them listening to me, they think about what time they're going to leave out of here to go to the bookstore so that they can begin to sell, you know, CDs or whatever. No, I'm just, I'm not saying that they do it. I'm not using it as an example. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Or, or the choir, you understand? Uh, you, you said over here, you understand? And you're thinking about what song you're going to sing next. Or, you know, after I finish ministry, you know, your mind is on getting a song together in your mind instead of listening to what I got to say up to the last word. You've been distracted trying to serve. Are you understanding what I'm saying, sir? And if you are distracted, you can't hear. And Jesus said this right here. I don't know. Y'all know Jesus? Okay. Jesus said this. Pastor didn't say this. He said, Martha, but well, he said, Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me? To serve alone. Therefore tell her to help me. Jesus answered and said to her. Martha. You know when. when if Jesus called your name two times. <laughs> it's serious business. He ain't called. He ain't called her name just one time. He said Martha. Martha. <laughs> Are you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. In other words, Martha, look here. Let me tell you something. He said, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, 
which will not be taken away. I'll read that in some other translations. Are you with me? Okay. Let's look at the contemporary English translation. He says in verse, let me see, hold on. In verse, I'm going to read, I'm just, I just want to read 41 and 42, okay? Because that's what we really want to hear, what Jesus said. He said, Martha, Martha, you're worried and upset about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. What did he say? Only one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen what is best and it will not be taken from her. What's the implication here? Is that what you're doing is not even benefiting you. But Mary has chose the things that's going to benefit her and it will not be taken away. Let's look at, uh, let's look at the uh, God's word. What it says in God's word. Hallelujah. In God's word, it says, Jesus answered, Martha, Martha, you worry and fuss about a lot of things. Hell, oh my God. Ooh. Yeah, because I hear so many people fussing about serving. I'm not mean, I'm talking about here in our church. I hear people fussing about serving. It means you're distracted. <laughs> Hello. He says, you worry and fuss about a lot of things. There's only one thing you need. Mary has made the right choice and that one thing will not be taken away from her. What's the one thing? Listening to the word. Getting that word. Good morning, WAVA listeners. Thanks again for tuning in to the Reigning in Life Through Faith broadcast this morning. Dr. Mills brought us another insightful message, giving us examples on how to commit our way to the Lord. In today's broadcast, Dr. Mills really honed in on us being focused on God's word and not being distracted by the things of this world. Before we let you go today, I want to emphasize a little more on us continuing to stay focused on God and not being distracted with the troubles of this life. Let's look back at when Dr. Mills went to the 10th chapter of Luke, verse 38. In that passage of scripture, it's describing how Martha was distracted with the natural things of trying to make Jesus' visit perfect. But Mary, on the other hand, was focused on the word of God or focused on the gift of who Jesus is. Listen, you guys, distractions in life come in many ways and forms. As we heard in today's message, sometimes we can be distracted by the things that seem to be the most important for us to focus on. Just like Martha, she was trying to make Jesus as comfortable as she could. Martha was there like, hey, look, I'm hosting Jesus and I need to have this thing right. And my sister's over here listening and conversing like she's a visitor. But what did Jesus say to Martha starting in verse 41 in the 10th chapter of Luke? Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. 
So family, here we see Mary was not distracted with the preparation to accommodate Jesus as far as hospitality is concerned. She saw the benefit in who Jesus was as the living word, and she saw that as the most important thing. Mary was in position, sitting at the feet of Jesus, soaking up that word. See, you guys, using our time and energy, focusing on interests that don't point us back to God is detrimental to our walk with him. Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 2 that we can't be ignorant of the devil's schemes. If we are, he has free range to take advantage of us. The enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, and he's on the job 24-7. In many of the situations we face, he has the opportunity to steal our faith and destroy our lives by distracting us from the promises of God. But we can't let that happen. So you may be saying, well, Pastor Jay, what do I do? Just throw my hands up and say God's got it and just sit back like I have no responsibility at all? No, I'm not saying that. Let's look back at Philippians from earlier in today's teaching. I believe it was chapter 4 and verse 6. I'm reading out of the NIV translation and it says, Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. The NLT version reads it like this and it says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, Pray about everything, tell God what you need, and thank Him for all He's done. See, family, this is what I'm saying, just like it says here in Philippians. Don't be anxious about anything, but pray about everything, telling God what you need. It's right there, just as clear as day. So let's look at the definition of anxious. Webster says it's to experience worry, unease, or nervousness, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Now, does that sound like a believer to you? Someone who is uncertain about the specific outcome? No. We are children of the Most High God. We always win. We're always victorious when we commit our way to the Lord. And it's mixed with faith, knowing that God has promised us all things that pertain to life and godliness. We can confidently go to God in prayer with specifics regarding the things that we recognize that we need his help on. And also, this is important. We must thank him for what he has already done. Because how many of us know that God is right at this moment working out things we've already talked to him about? So according to Philippians, we can go to God with everything, knowing that God hears us and will answer us according to his will for our lives. That's actually casting our cares on him, living in constant expectation, no matter what, that God will bring what he has promised to pass. And he will, you guys. Trust God. Yes, trust him. We're talking about committing our way to the Lord, and it's important. We have to stay the course. I can remember when the ministry first started and I was working in the helps ministry as an usher. Well, the pressures of life caused me to think that I should step down from my leadership position in ministry. So I did, thinking that I could solve my own problems if I wasn't so busy concerned about what was going on at the church. Actually, it's when we put God first in everything that we see his will being performed in our lives. And so when I realized this, I immediately got back into my leadership position at the embassy because that's choosing what is better. So remember, let's not be distracted like Martha and try to live to impress God, but rather stay focused on who he says we are, committing our way to him willfully because he first loved us. As we continue to trust God by faith, God is now able to work in and for us because we trust and rely on him to provide. He can, he will, and he has already done just that. Take some time and reflect on what God has done in your life and thank him for it. Amen.
We are God's ambassadors, not only in our homes, but in our community and also in the government system, as Dr. Mills explained. God is touching the world through us. He has given us dominion in the earth and we can pray, make our specific requests known according to his will about everything and for anything. And his will will get done on earth as it is in heaven. Whether it's in our lives or in the lives of those around us, always know that God called us to affect the world, you guys. And with his help, we're going to do so. Stay focused. This is Pastor Jay. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. To receive your gift of today's message on CD, simply send your donation of no less than $10 in the form of a check or money order to Agape Embassy Ministries. 5775 Barclay Drive, Suite 7, Alexandria, Virginia, 22315. Visit us on the web at www.agapeembassy.org. Dr. Mills invites you to listen to the broadcast for more Reigning in Life Through Faith. Join us. For our Sunday morning encounters at 9.30 a.m. and Wednesday evening Bible study at 7.30 p.m. We are located at 5775 Barclay Drive in Alexandria, Virginia. Or give us a call at 703-971-7202.